many of us ever know what it is to become the perfect version of ourselves? This is Decoding Superhuman with your host, Boomer Anderson. The sponsor for today's podcast is Neurohacker Collective. The chairman, Jordan Greenhall, has been on the show to talk about one of my favorite topics and episodes to date, sovereignty. And the medical director has also been on the show to talk about unleashing your human potential through epigenetics. That's Dr. Daniel Stickler. But why do I love Neurohacker Collective so much? Well, frankly, it upgrades me on a day-to-day basis. Actually, I take their products five out of seven days of the week. Their original Qualia stack is something that I absolutely and still thoroughly enjoy. It's packed with over 40 premium brain nutrients to immediately enhance your focus, energy, mood, creativity, and all while supporting your health. Their new flagship nootropic, Qualia Mind, is a premium nootropic supplement that helps support mental performance and brain health. And frankly, with both products, I do not get the crashes that I commonly get with nootropics and other supplements. So I want you to go over to their website and check it out when you have a chance. It's neurohacker.com. And if you subscribe, you get 15% off by using the code BOOMER. If you want to just do a one-time purchase, you get 10% off, again, using that code BOOMER. And while you're there, pick up their free foundational guide to neurohacking. It's definitely worth checking out. But please, enjoy the show. Satu, how are you? Good. How are you, Boomer? It's great. It's sunny, kind of, in Amsterdam, and it's past daylight savings. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very energetic today because it's also sunny here in Sweden. It feels like it's really spring, um, so it's great. So it's fitting that we talk about the office environment, right? So yeah. we're all looking outside right now. It's a beautiful day. And in fact, many people have different situations than us, right? We both work in flexible working spaces. We can effectively work from anywhere. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about corporate offices because that's the topic today how to improve your corporate office environment. So Satu, if it's okay with you, I want to just outline sort of what a typical corporate office environment looks like. And then I want to hear your thoughts on really problems with that, but also how we can start optimizing. Perfect. I'm going back now. I'm going back like a few years, banking days. You walk into the corporate office and by all means, a trading floor is not a normal corporate office. So let's just describe a normal corporate office. You walk into a corporate office, you either have cubicles or you have that open architecture because we know we have a lot of tech guys listening and open architecture is really popular right now. Uh, You have cubicles, you have lights that are arguably fluorescent or something like that. Um, You have a temperature controlled environment, which is regulated in, in the case of a trading floor, sometimes cold to keep people aware. But temperature controlled environment, we have coworkers bringing in God knows what in terms of outside variables. Uh, you have the stress caused by the coworkers, and we're generally inside all day long. We're staring at computers, most of us, unless you're doing manual labor, staring at computers. So what are the issues? It doesn't sound very healthy. It doesn't sound very <laughs> healthy. Oh yeah, and we're sitting all day long. Yes. It's horrible (laughs) in a way, even if you have the best job in the world and you might not actually feel the effects that all of these that you just described have on your body and your mind, but they have an effect, a huge impact actually. Mm -hmm. So let's go through some of those. 
I like to call this kind of the Captain Planet analysis of the working environment. Did you have Captain Planet growing up? Yes, I didn't watch that, but we. Had <laughs> yeah, of <yet>. course. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the little geek nerd that like enjoyed these little things, but it was the earth, fire, wind, water all together come to make Captain Planet. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 I remember. Um, and I don't. I, I'm probably forgetting some, so you guys can drop it in the show notes if I forgot something, but. When you look at that earth, fire, wind, water, there's all kinds of potential toxicities or lack of high-performing additives. And so the first thing that I look at is air, of course. Um, you're getting a temperature-controlled environment from a probably something that's not a HEPA filter, and it's feeding in air. And what do we know about air, Satu? Well, we need air for our brains to be working in the optimal way and on our bodies. Whether it is we think or we move, we need air. And I think the air quality in, in most of the offices around the world that I visited, you actually start sensing that it's not good quality air after a while. Unless you go to these uh, super modern uh, offices with plants on the wall that we're probably going to touch upon later. But I, I actually have seen AC systems and units and offices that have mold around them. And oh. that is not a place you want to be. And I've been to those places. So imagine what that does if you sit there 20x days uh, a week, uh, a month, and for 8 to 12 hours, 13 hours, 16 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, The next one in the Captain Planet trio, or quadruple, whatever you want to call it, uh, light. One of the things that we commonly see is this kind of fluorescent lighting in offices. And they tend to blink as well. Yeah, they tend to blink, and then you're in front of this thing called a computer all day long. It's pretty nasty, right? I used to have headaches because of that, or at least I think it was because of that years back. And someone said, yeah, you need eyeglasses. Your eyesight is getting worse. I'm like, no, I don't think so. There's nothing wrong with my eyesight. But then I realized it's the computer and the lighting combined in the office. Because when I was working from a home office, it wasn't nearly as bad. And then I discovered, oh, there are these blue blocking glasses that I can use. And they, they don't even actually have to be red or, or funny looking because, yeah like these these are the day blockers and they help me a lot um i have the other pair as well for a nighttime use but these during the day they've saved my eyes at least okay so let's um we're gonna come back to all the potential like upgrades that we're gonna do but let's go into some of the some of the issues water water in the office I don't know, maybe Stockholm has better water quality, but you know, places like New York, Singapore, etc. there's questionable chemicals in that water. And if you get it over a long period of time, it can be a disaster. And it's not even the what's in the water itself, it's the pipes. Like even we here in the Nordics, we say that the water is really good quality and it's drinkable. And I think everyone I know drinks from the tap and that's fine. But I think you still need to consider how old is the building when did they actually change the pipes and even if they change it within the past 10 years they still might be rusty and whatever um so i we we have filters and i always carry and what uh what do you feel about co-workers because <laughs> you know when i think of the potential obstacles uh, to higher performance in a working environment, you know, coworkers can be right up there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The open environment, that is really a thing to discuss. And I've seen more and more discussions on social media about that and the research as well 
how bad that can be for your concentration and, and, and of course, bacteria, viruses, everything. Yeah, but I focus better when I have, if I need to focus, if I need to interact, then fine, let's sit with the people, but um, otherwise I need my quiet space. Okay, so we've come from, like, you and I then come from two different backgrounds on the, the office experience because I've always been on a trading floor, which is very much, I guess, open architecture or whatever we want to call it. I tend to thrive with background noise as a result. Now, uh, I guess go into a little bit more on the benefits of the cubicle because I'm starting to find now as kind of an entrepreneur, you need more time to concentrate. And so having that cubicle, aside from just shutting off coworkers, what other things does it, you said viruses, bacteria, anything else? Uh, good question. But I think you can have this kind of a flow going on and no one disturbs you. If you have a, if, if you would have your own office or your own room, you can actually have the door closed and you can go for, okay, I'm going to concentrate on this project for one hour. No one's going to disturb me. I can breathe and work. So that's one of the benefits for sure. And then, yeah, then you mentioned uh, viruses and that kind of thing but that's yeah even if you would be in an office where you can close the door the viruses will be still there yeah and su suffice to say if you don't like any of your co-workers maybe you should consider another job I, I, exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah life yeah. is too short yeah uh if you only want to sit at home and never meet anyone then i think we have another issue i think it's definitely beneficial and we should all uh, get closer to other human beings and, and interact. Um, but there's time for both. Yeah, social activity is a very big part of health. Uh, so let's, now we've kind of outlaid all the risks, right? Uh, any other risks that I'm missing here? Um, just looking at my notes when I was preparing, but I, no, I think it's the environment, the air, the, the way you're seated there, the lights. Yeah, and of course then the habits, how, how long are you actually spending how many hours of the day are you spending at the office? Do you take breaks? What do you eat? So let's, let, let's, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to transition now into the upgrades. So, um, by the way, general corporate office environments, you know, what we're talking about here is how to upgrade to go from good to great, right? Not necessarily from, if you're in a bad office full of mold, I think you have an issue that you need to deal with right away. But when we're talking about going from good to great to really upgrade uh, the mind and perform better, let's let's talk about some of the things we can do to the office. Do you want to kick things off for us, Satu? Yes. Let's start with the um, water. Which okay. is the, the easy part if you're interested in um, quality filtered water. It, there are so many options for you. Even if your office wouldn't install filters in the taps, you can still carry a filtered bottle with you. And I, I did that throughout the time I was uh, working at the office and had, a, had my own room or space there. Yeah, and I think just to add on to filters, I think not all filters are created equal. You know, if you're going to get a whole office tap of, let's say, reverse osmosis, that strips your water of everything, right? And so you need to add back the minerals. And so carrying around mineral stones, you can get them on Amazon is probably a good idea. The one filter that I love and happen to recommend to all of our clients is Berkey. And Berkey has, I have here just a little 
one gallon plus thing, a sport bur- or sorry, a travel Berkey. And then they also have the Berkey water bottle, which is a sport Berkey. And if you're, this thing's pretty incredible because it apparently, and I haven't tried this, but if you were to take water from like the Ganges and just throw it into the Berkey, it should filter out all the bacteria enough so that you could drink it and not get sick. I'm not sure I want to roll those dice, but it is a very extreme filter and it also preserves the minerals. So you do get the benefits of the water, but let's move on, uh, past water. Where should we go next? Satu? Lighting. Oh, okay. You already touched on blue light blockers. Do you want to add a little bit more to that? And while I gather my thoughts here. <laughs> sure. Well, I can go back to what I initially wanted to talk about is the fact that, yes, um, you might have problems with the eyesight just because your eyes get tired by looking at the screen and simultaneously having that sort of bad quality light uh, in the office that we typically have. And you can do things about that and you might not want to go blind. <laughs> so you want to maybe just support uh, or, or uh, what's the word to upgrade your lighting upgrade your lighting and that's one option if you can't afford to upgrade your lighting at the entire office or you don't have the mandate to do that then just get a pair of these glasses they light blockers and that will also help you cool the the other aspect of this that i want to tackle is uh, the computer because in a information age where where a lot of the people listening to this are knowledge workers you likely have a computer in front of you at some point during the day that computer flickers similar to that light you just mentioned right it can kind of flicker but we don't notice it because it's fast enough and that flicker actually produces micro workouts for the retina um, and sort of the areas in our eye and we did an episode with this with daniel george of iris uh, and you can find that at decoding slash iris but that flicker can actually cause over time damage to your eye to speed up that flicker, the, the tool that I use is Iris because Iris also has a timer so I can run my Pomodoro techniques. It speeds up that flicker so it's no longer noticeable to your eye. And also it's a blue light blocker. So, and I live with a designer. Unless you're a designer, you know, maybe Iris is a good approach for you because it does change over the course of the day. And so in the morning when you need more blue light, you're going to get it. In the evening, it's going to shut it out. And they have this cool little feature where you can turn the whole screen red if you really want to be a nerd just yeah. like me. It's fun. And it really doesn't cost that much. You can no. have the lifetime access with. It's yeah. like 30 to 50 bucks or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're moving on. We've covered light. We've covered water. Where do you want to go next? What about the sounds? What can Ooh. you do about the sounds? I see more and more people walking with their headsets on because they don't just don't want to interact with people or then they're listening to music. I don't really know. <laughs> I, that's, that's a good that's a good question, right? Because there is a if you work on a trading floor, there's an idea of noise pollution. Uh, that's for sure. There's a lot of people shouting. Um, if you work in a, a quiet office and you're a type of person like myself that does need some noise, uh, getting a pair of headphones. I love Brain FM just because it helps me focus a lot. But there's like anything new and innovative. There's a few other companies doing it. I don't recall the names right now, but Brain FM is the one I use just to kind of silence out the day. 
That's perfect. Um, so I think there are things you can do. Uh, many offices do have these kind of sound isolating booths as well. When you actually have to take a call, that is very important that you don't want to have noise. And there are new companies popping up as well. I heard about a company called Framery and they're doing these kind of sound isolated booths that are really cool. So there are stuff happening on that market as well. Um, I think another topic we should talk about is the how do you schedule your day because that's something an individual can impact on. Yeah, I think that may be a productivity discussion, right? Because that that could be interesting. Let's, uh, if you don't mind, I want to jump on to to going back to the Captain Planet analogy or Earth and the idea of sitting. And I guess this can kind of dovetail with scheduling your day, right? Look. We've all heard that sitting is the new smoking. I don't think it's that bad, but um, getting up and moving throughout the day. Do you have any tips on how people should do that? How? Well, stand up and start walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, why don't I ask the easiest question in the world? Way to go, Boomer. <laughs> yes. And then how often or how should you actually do that? You can actually set reminders. You could have a reminder every hour just to move or do something. Some people like to actually do a mini workout and maybe not every hour, but midday or something, they can do some push-ups on the floor or just go for a longer walk or get some fresh air, go out. I had a previous colleague who always during lunch, I think he took all the stairs that he could and then he did, did some push-ups and maybe he already found a pull-up uh, rig also somewhere. So you, you can be a little bit creative. Yeah, I, I think this lends itself to something like the Pomodoro technique, which, you know, you just have a sp uh, minutes of productivity and then you have minutes of rest and break. Or And, you know, with my Pomodoros, I do do some of the things it sounds like your colleague does. But there's plenty of room for that. But the point is, is just get up and move every once in a while. If you want an easy way to a reminder to do this, get a jug of water, like a liter or something. And every time you finish, you will need to go to the bathroom. And so that will remind you to get up. One of the things that I used to love doing was scheduling walking meetings. So like, let's go walk, grab a coffee. That's 20 minutes right there. Come back and you're kind of ready to go again. And that's just a way to not only move, but also get outside, get some fresh air, because that's, that's kind of, when we talk about earth, you know, getting outside, getting fresh air is very important. Absolutely. So I think the only benefit that the smokers got from the smoking is actually <laughs> they have to go out and they get the fresh, fresh air. No, but uh, yeah, remember to go out, uh, not just to sit eight hours in the office. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And then the last one, uh, I guess, is coworkers. How do you upgrade your coworkers <laughs> or, or the people around you? Yeah, well, choose <laughs> your company wisely. No, no, that's another whole not, another discussion about do your values match the company's values? And the, that's where the link with the coworkers. Yeah, check in. out our episode on leadership on that one. You did a good uh, expose on that, if for lack of a better word. Don't know why I went with expose there. But also, you know, just stress resilience in general. We've done numerous podcasts on it, but building stress resilience, having a gratitude practice, all of that stuff. Uh, can help you combat the day-to-day -day landmines that come with working in an office. Anything else we should add, Satya, or should we wrap it up? Um, yes, let's wrap it up. I think uh, this was uh, some good advices. Hopefully people will benefit from that. I think the key is to understand what do you need when you're at the office and, and 
be proactive. Mm-hmm. The show notes for this one are going to be at decodingsuperhuman.com slash office environment. Remember, as always, don't settle for what you have. You can always upgrade it. Take care and perform better. Satu, thank you so much. Thanks, Boomer. Bye. Superhumans, before you go, can I ask two favors? Did you enjoy that episode? If so, can you send me an email at podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com? Provide any feedback, positive or negative. I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who have really taken advantage of that, you know I respond to each email. Secondly, if you did enjoy the episode, can you head on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, any one of your favorite podcast listening platforms, and give Decoding Superhuman a five-star rating. It would really be appreciated. And then finally, for those of you who are looking at taking an informed approach to health, head on over to decodingsuperhuman.com. Check out what we have going on over there. And if you want to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me, you're going to have that option. Superhumans, have an absolutely epic day. And remember, as always, choose health. Choose health.